are Fusion Church located in Fishkill, New York. Welcome to our podcast. We are deeply passionate about reaching people with the gospel and seeing lives changed. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message will inspire you and bring you hope. Enjoy. Good morning, Fusion Church. I am so excited this morning to be able uh, to bring uh, the next part in this awesome series that we're uh, navigating through or journeying through um, called uh, Battle Ready Faith uh, of a Warrior. And I, I don't know about you, but for the last couple of weeks, we've been blessed uh, with what Pastor Armando has brought forth that God has given to him. I know that we've been challenged. I know that God has spoken to each and every one of our lives. I just feel that uh, this message series has been so impactful um, to each and every one of you, and I know it has been, in fact, impactful in my life as well. And I pray that as we continue uh, to go through this series, um, I know God is going to speak to us and continue to reaffirm and call and just help us, right? Every time we hear the Word of God, it should impact us and change us and just rejuvenate us and strengthen us. And, uh, and I know that it meets us right where we are in that given time. God's Word is so perfect and so on point. Um, and this morning... I want to continue uh, just this series and what God has placed in my heart uh, uh, this morning. And, you know, and, and being battle ready, you know, I, I was reflecting uh, this morning and uh, even on the way to work and, and during the week. And, and when Pastor Armando um, uh, asked me uh, if I wanted to speak on this topic and I said, yeah, I'm always ready to try to share what's in my heart and whatever God has placed um, in me. And, uh, and, you know, and being battle ready means that, that, you're pre- that you're prepared, you know, that you're preparing yourself uh, and have obtained the tools necessary to succeed. Uh, and you have gone through training, you have gone through the test, you know, battle ready means I'm ready to go, I'm ready to uh, fight, I'm ready to, to do what I need to do. I've got all the necessary tools uh, in the shed, uh, per se, to be able to overcome, to be able to to reach that which I need to reach, to have victory over what I need to have victory over. Um, and I believe that one of those uh, trainings is, is your faith, and, and your faith has to be tested, and it has to go through something in order for it to, to bloom, in order for you to have something to trust upon or experience uh, to go through. And I know that each and every one of us, we're building our faith. God is strengthening our faith as this message series um, has gone through. Uh, and the word ready, you know, it's battle ready. The word ready reminds me of my Royal Ranger days. And don't make fun of me. I was a Royal Ranger um, at one point growing up um, and, you know, through the church. And I was part of the program. I had my uniform. I had my hat. Um, I was always excited on a Tuesday night to go down and learn about arts and crafts and how to, uh, you know, um, um, doing wood, burning the wood sticks, and and just uh, the, the tent, and what to do, and how to camp, and how to how, how to survive. You know, like you're a Royal Ranger, you're in the camp, um, and but I had to get ready. You know, I, I was learning the material, but then I had to go out and actually go camping with the with the guys. Sorry, girls. You know, they had missionaries back then. You know, so but uh, Royal Rangers, uh, I think it's mixed now. But back in the day, it was mostly boys, and you know, missionaries with girls, and uh, you know, all that other good stuff. But I had to be ready. Um, to do it. So I was getting trained every Tuesday night in church from like seven o'clock to like nine. I think it was that we were down there. But then there came a point that I had to go camping and I had to put all these things I was learning into practice. There was a spiritual aspect of it and then there was a camping aspect, how to survive 
And, you know, the word ready reminds me of the time that I was in uh, Royal Rangers. You know, we wore our uniforms and stated the Ranger Pledge. We stated the allegiance to the Christian flag and the Ranger motto every time we met. You know, uh, let me see. Uh, I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior whose kingdom stands. One brotherhood united all true Christians in service and in love. And I think the Royal Ranger Pledge was, with God's help, I'll do my best to serve God, my church, and my fellow man, to live by the Ranger Code, to make the golden rule my daily rule. And I remember uh, those things. We said that every time when we got together, and it was a pledge. It was an allegiance. It was, it was like you're, you were part of God's army. You were, you, you were ready to fight. You know, you were a royal ranger. You were ready. You knew the pledge. You knew your allegiance was to God. You know the flag uh, that represented the Christian flag. You know who you represented and who you were fighting Four, you know, but there's a difference between being prepared every Tuesday as a Royal Ranger uh, uh, than being actually going out and doing the things that I had uh, to do. You know, we, we were young boys, young men ready to be in God's army, you know, to defend the faith. And, and we, were ba- we were battling against an enemy, right? And, and, and we had to stay faithful. We had to stay committed no matter what the cost. The cost of your faith. There's a cost to serving God. There's a, a cost, there's a, a price um, that we pay for following Jesus, right? Jesus told us, if you're going to follow me, you have to take up your cross and you have to follow me. Um, and Jesus said, if the world hated me, it will hate you. If the world doesn't like my message, they're not going to like it coming from you. So there's a price to pay to following Jesus because not, not everyone wants to hear about the God that we serve. Nobody wants to hear sometimes about our faith and what we believe in because they don't believe. Um, so there's a price to pay and there's things that we have to go through and things that we may have to deal with. Uh, but one thing I do know is that a, a, a warrior is never left alone and there's a cost. You know, what we believe will be questioned um, by skeptics and, and our own family and, and our own friends uh, and anyone who has not believed in God or does not believe in God. So we're always being questioned. And, and, and what happens is, is that your faith throughout your life, your faith in following Jesus will be tested. You know, make no mistake, make no mistake your faith will be put to a test and you will be placed in situations where you will have to defend your faith uh, like a true warrior of Christ. And Matthew chapter 5, verse 10 through 12 says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to them. Blessed are those, or blessed are you, when people insult you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil things about you falsely on account of me. Replace a rejoice and be glad because your reward is great in heaven for they persecuted the prophets before you in the same way. And Jesus gave us that warning. Jesus told us that we will be persecuted, that we will uh, um, go through things when people will falsely uh, uh, insult you or bring accusations against you because of your faith. Today we will look at a story of three young men in the book of Daniel that found themselves in a very dangerous position where what they believed was against the degree signed and declared by the king. These three young men were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And in Daniel chapter 3, uh, verse 4 through 7, as we pick up the story of these three young men, uh, the Bible says this, the word of God in verse 3, King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold six cubits high and six cubits wide and set up on a plain of Dura. 
In the providence of Babylon, he then summoned the satraps, the perfects, the governors, the advisors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all other provincial officials to come to the dedication of the image he has set up. So the satraps, the perfects, the governors, the advisors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the other provincial officials assembled for the dedication of the image of King Nebuchadnezzar has set up, and they stood before it. Then the herald loudly proclaimed, Nations and peoples of every language, this is what you are commanded to do. As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the scyther, the lyre, the harp, the pipe, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship would immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Therefore, as soon as they heard the sound of the horn, the flute, the lyre, the, lyre, the harp, and all kinds of music, all the nations and peoples of every language fell down and worshiped the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Up. So now we have the setting of the story. King Nebuchadnezzar, he builds this big statue and he says, everyone must worship the statue. Everyone must bow down and worship the statue that he set up. And he built a statue of himself, man. He must have been really into himself. He was like, you know what? I'm a god. I, I, I am God. I, I need to be worshipped. I am uh, um, um, your god. Uh, and such pride and arrogance in this king to, to do that and demand that everyone worships the statue. And the decree was for everyone to bow down and worship this image that had been made. And whoever does not bow down to the image will be thrown into the burning furnace. So there is a consequence for not worshiping the statue that the king had set up. But then you have these three young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who are believers in God, and now they have a decision that they have to make. Their faith is going to be put into a test. And I call this the danger zone. And these three young men had a choice to make. And they, do we obey the decree of a king who thinks he is a god, or do we obey God who we know, who we truly believe, who is king? So there are come, to, come times in our lives where we're going to have to put our faith into action, where our tests will be faith uh, uh, tested, whether we're going to follow something that we know is incorrect, that is leading us away from the truth, that is putting our faith to a test, that is making us make a choice in our lives that is that we know that is against God, and we find ourselves. Should I just bow down right now? Should I just follow this because I don't want to deal with the consequences? I don't want to deal with people not liking me or turning away from me or walking away from me. Uh, I just maybe maybe if I just give a little, even though I know it may not it may not be in God's eyes, even though I I might be conforming to something that is not of my faith and my belief that is totally against God. Maybe so that I don't have to deal with the consequences. I'm just going to bow down and go with the flow. Uh, no one needs to know. But the minute that you bow down, you are turning your back to what is true you are turning your back to the true king the true god in your life for something else just to conform to someone else so that you may be accepted or you may not be disassociated or be an outcast because you want to be included but you can't have it both ways you have to stand up for god and accept that you are a child of god and sometimes you're going to have to make difficult decisions so that you can be on the right side of things which is being on the side of god and our faith it's going to be placed in action. So what is it that you need? What is it that you're doing or not doing? So I call this our faith in action, which is do we walk the walk? Do we talk the talk? Uh, do we truly 
believe in his word? Do we truly believe we stand for real truth? So as we self-reflect this morning and we, we think about where we are today in our faith, is it strong? Is it weak? Is it growing? Is it maturing? Are we backtracking? Are we walking the walk? Are, 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 we, are we saying we believe in God? I trust him, so I'm going to walk like it. I believe in God. I know he is the truth. I know he is everything that I need, but am I talking, uh, am I following what I am speaking? Am I demonstrating it or is it just words coming out of our mouths? Do we truly believe the word of God, what God says in his word? Are we truly committed to what he's saying, which is obeying it, committing it, living it, reading it, studying it, let it be alive in our lives? Are we doing that in our lives, which is going to increase our faith and mature our faith and help us to be able to overcome? God's word is there to help us, to guide us, to assist us in that which we need at the time uh, that we need. And do we really believe and stand for real truth? Are we really standing for the truth of God? Or are we, or are we like a leaf being pulled from side to side? Are we standing? Are we firm? Are we, are we on the rock that no matter what happens, I am not going to turn away from the truth. No matter what people are doing, I'm going to do the will of God. No matter what might be going on in my life, no matter how hard the storms are hitting, I'm going to remain faithful. I'm going to be remains firm because God's word tells me that he is going to be with me. He is going to be for me. He is going to guide me. He is going to protect me. He is going to use me. He is going to give me his word. He will never leave me alone. He will never forsake me. He is my refuge. He is my rock. He is my fortress. He is my peace. He is my joy. He is everything that I need when I need him to be. I am going to stand firm in what my life is standing firm on is a Jesus Christ is a cornerstone. He is is the builder of my life. He is the sustainer. He is everything that I need. I'm going to remain firm in Jesus Christ no matter what is going on around me. I want to be a faithful warrior to God, even when it seems that everyone around might be losing or or, or you might be thinking that you're not making head ground in the battle uh, that you're facing this morning. I want to tell you that God is with you. God is faithful and he expects you to be a faithful warrior of the word faith, faithful word to continue on even when things seem dim, even when you can't see the light, even when you can't see the end, even if you can't see the victory, even if you can't see the top of the mountain that you're climbing. God is telling you to continue to be faithful, be a warrior, continue the struggle because God is with you and at the end you will have the victory in him. You will be you'll be put in situations where you where what what you do uh, will be put to a test and you can follow a lie or continue in that which you believed in the truth. Whatever you bow down to, you will be faithful to. All who bow down to the statue pledge allegiance to it. They are, they are accepting a new God. They are accepting a new way. Uh, their heart will now be dedicated to serving this statue. So what you bow down to in your life, you're going to be faithful to that. What you give your heart to, you're going to put your trust in that. What you bow down to, you're going to put your hope in that. And what do I mean by your hope in that? You're going to expect what you need to come from that which is temporary. You're going to expect your healing to come from that which is temporary. You're going to want that which is temporary to make you whole. And something that is temporary is just that. It's for a short 
time. So these people were bowing down to something that was not going to give them the satisfaction that they're seeking or what they want. It was just a statue, but they were bowing down and giving allegiance. In the beginning, I said a Royal Ranger uh, uh, um, pledge, a Royal Ranger uh, flag, the Christian flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to and to whom the Savior stands, which is Jesus Christ. So our pledge, our allegiance is to Jesus uh, Christ. That's who you bow down to. That's who we worship. That's who we give homage to. That's who we give glory and honor and praise. Why? Because we trust. We are faithful. We believe in God. And we're going to give Him everything that we are. And we surrender our lives to Him. We surrender our will. We surrender our problems. We surrender our families. We surrender everything to Him. It is He who we will bow down and worship to. But many at that time, because of their fear, because of what the decree standard at the end of the burning uh, fire or the burning furnace, they were afraid of the consequences. They were afraid of dying. They were afraid of the judgment. They were afraid of the fire. And a lot of them, what they did was they just bowed down and said, we're just going to do this, even though we might not believe that this is a God. And being a faithful warrior means that you are willing to enter into the toughest situations knowing in whom you trust. And in this morning, I pray and I hope that your trust it's in Jesus. If you're listening to me this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ, I want to tell you that you can put your life in his hands and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that in God you will find uh, love, you will find salvation, you will find hope, you will find that which your soul is longing for. Put your trust in Jesus. Do not bow down to the God of this world. Do not bow down to the, to the things of this world. That will be temporary. Put your trust in Jesus this morning because I know that he will change your life knowing in whom you serve this morning, being faithful to God, even when others are not. Uh, it means that you are willing to give up your whole life for the cause of Jesus. Uh, you are willing to pay the price no matter what the price is. God, I don't know what I have to do. God, I know this is not easy. God, I know I'm struggling. God, I know it's not going to be easy, but I'm going to give you my life. I'm going to give you my heart. I'm going to give you my soul. I'm going to give you my mind. I'm going to give you my strength. I'm going to give you everything that I have because I want to be faithful to the cause of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's knowing that God is going to be faithful uh, in your faith. I want to repeat that. It's knowing that God is going to be faithful in your faith. God is not going to look at your faith and say, well, okay, that's nice. No, God is going to go in your faithfulness. I am going to be faithful to you because you trust me, because you believe in me, because you are fighting for me, because you are fighting in me. And what you're fighting for is not for self. It's not for pride. It's not for obtaining the things of this world. What you're fighting for is for the things that come from God. And God is going to bless you your faith. God is going to be faithful in the faith that you place in, in him. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 says, do not fear for I am with you. Listen to me church this morning. Do not fear, God says, because I am with you. Do not, do not anxiously look uh, about you for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous hand. God promises you, do not fear because he is with you. Do not, do not be anxious for I am your God. And God is telling you this. God is 
telling you, I am your God. I am the real God. I am the eternal existence. I am truth. Everything else is a lie. Everything else promises uh, um, um, things and they will never fulfill it. That which you're bowing to maybe this morning that has taken your time, that has taken your dedication, that might, might have your heart. God is telling you, remove it. I am your God. I am your fortress. I am that which you're looking for. I will strengthen you. I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous hand. I am going to pick you up with my righteous hand. I am going to guide you. Once I have you, no one can take you away. Once you have my strength, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you this morning. And in Daniel chapter 8 verse, uh, in Daniel chapter 3 verse 8 through 12, the story continues on and it says, at this time, some astrologers came forward to denounce the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, May the king live forever. Your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, the flute, the zyre, the lyre, and the harp, the pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold. And that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into the blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Sedrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. They, have, they were pointed out. So that tells me that Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they heard the music, when they heard the sounds, and everybody began to dance and do their dances and bow down, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, I don't think so. That's not going to happen in my life. That's not going to happen right now. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen next week because I know that my God is not that statue. I know that my God is not my friends. My God is not my family. My God is not my money. My God is not in the bank. My God is not my car. My God is not my properties. No, 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 no. Uh, my God is not going to, my God is nothing else than the God that we know and we will not bow down. My knees will not touch dirt for something else. My knees will not touch dirt and be faithful to something that will never be faithful to me. No, we are going to worship the one and true God so you can sound your music. You can sound the alarm. You can point us out. You can insult us. You can, you can accuse us. You can say this. You can say that. But I'm going to tell you today, Angel Maldonado, Angel is going to worship the one true God and his name is Jesus Christ. And the king said, you know, they're not listening uh, to what you have established. My question to you this morning is, who are you listening to? The main quote of this verse is, they pay no attention to you. When we have the truth, we ignore the lie. When we know God's word, nothing changes our mind. They knew the truth. Their mind wasn't going to be changed. They pay no attention to you. Why? Because you are not God. Why? Because you don't, you don't control my life. God is the sustainer of my life. God is the one that's in control of what happens to me. I am in the hands of a mighty God. I will not turn away from that which I know, which is eternal, which says that I know it's great, something great that I have to follow something temporary, to follow a lie, to follow, to worship an idol. When God commands, thou shalt not have no idols before me. I know the commands of God, and I know that God wants my heart totally for him. I will not share my worship with something else. I will not give God what belongs to God, what God desires of me and give it to someone else. My life belongs to God. My worship belongs to God. I honor and I bow down only 
to him. We, we, when we have the truth, we can ignore the lie. When we know God's word, nothing can change our mind because we're standing on truth and nothing that will try to come and take the place of God in our lives will be able to do so because our lives have already been cemented, have been built, has been established on truth, which is Jesus Christ. And it says that they refused to follow the crowd. Sometimes we have to refuse to follow the crowd. We have to refuse to follow those who are quick uh, to turn away from God, who are quick to turn away from the truth, who are quick to forget in whom they serve, who are quick to forget in, in what God has spoken over their lives. We, 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 we have to ignore uh, those things and they try to pull us out and say, don't worry, it's just for a little while. Don't worry, it's only a couple of minutes. Don't worry, no one's going to notice. Uh, we're just saving ourselves and God is telling you that you are going to, your faith will be tested and you will, ma- you will have to make a decision whether you're going to stay in the truth and, and pay the price which might be bigger or, or as big uh, to the point that you're go- you might struggle you might cry you might hurt but you know at the end of the day you love God more than that which might be hurting you and you're willing to go through this they refuse to follow the crowd your faith will sometimes have people leave you ever felt like you were fighting a war on your own ever and maybe this morning you might feel like you're alone like you've been struggling on your own like no one is there Ever feel like the burden of the battle is has weighing you down and you feel that you can't do this uh, and you gave it all you got because you knew that you were fighting for the truth. Maybe this morning you might be tired, but you know you're fighting for the truth. Maybe this morning you may be struggling, but you're struggling for the truth. Maybe this morning uh, you might have been crying, but God says crying lasts for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Maybe you've been crying for a while over your marriage, over your finances, over your children. Maybe you've been fighting because it's been hard to put food on the table. Maybe you've been fighting because of your past. Maybe you've been fighting against uh, uh, pain and hurt uh, but you're but, but you still have faith and you and you're saying god i'm willing to carry this burden because i'm fighting for the truth i want to be a warrior for you it doesn't matter how me, what's falling around me what's happening around me what's happening in me i am going to stand for the truth because you've been giving it all you got for jesus this morning i want to let you know that god does not overlook that god will strengthen your faith god will give you the the necessary tools to continue and to be victorious in what you're suffering this morning stand firm uh, soldier keep fighting be keep keep going you are battle ready god has given you the tools necessary to overcome you may be fighting something today but sooner or soon soon very soon you're going to be able to place that flag god is my banner and you're going to declare victory in your life because of your faithfulness because of your the faith that you have in god because you have been a faithful warrior to him and in verse 15 it says, now, when you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, desire, the harp, and the pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? And the king thinks that he has the ultimate authority. The king thinks that he has their lives in his hands. He thinks that, oh, if you don't worship the statue, who's going to save you? What God is going to liberate you from what's going to happen to you? Who's going to be able to help you with the consequences, with what my decree has stated, where you are going to be burned in a furnace? You know, uh, um, and it's, it's very uh, arrogant of him to say, you know what, I have the ultimate, I want to tell you right now that no one has ultimate authority over your life, only Jesus 
Christ. What God is going to be able to rescue you from my hand? Jesus Christ. He's going to be able to rescue you from your problems. He's going to be able to rescue you from your sickness. He's going to be able to rescue you from what you need rescuing from this morning. You know what that is. I want you to declare it. Say it in the chat. What is it that you need from God this morning? And God is telling you, I can rescue you from that which you have established. Say it. Proclaim it. And say, God, I need rescuing. And I know that you can rescue me from that which I am struggling with this morning. Having faith is having trust. You have to trust with your entire being that God has your back, that he will help you and take care of you. He knows what is best, but to truly embrace what he has planned for you, you have to fully trust. Our trust is not foolish, for our God is both faithful and it is good. Say it with me this morning, there is no doubt in me. There is no doubt in me. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him in verse 16, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us. So he, he asks us a question, who's going, to be, who's going to deliver you from my wrath? Who's going to deliver you from my punishment? Who's going to deliver you from your situation? And Sadrach and Abednego, because of their faith, because they were faithful warriors, they stood firm on the truth. They stood firm in God no matter what the king said in front of everybody, no matter who was looking at them, no matter who was pointing at them, no matter who was giving them dirty looks, no matter who laughed at them no matter who's who was telling them stop this you're going to die no matter what lies the enemy might have been putting into their minds they stand firm and they answer the question and this morning you can say what Shadrach Meshach and Abednego said to your circumstances to the enemy to anything else that is going on in your life the God we serve the God I serve is able to deliver us from it and he will deliver us they were sure they were certain that the God that they serve was not going to leave them there that the God that they serve was not going to leave them in shame that they were going to die that they were going to make fun of that their death was going to mean anything they knew that the God that was with them was going to deliver them that is certainty this morning church certainty that we know that God doesn't lie that God will never leave us alone that God will complete the purpose that he has for our lives yes we might go through troubles yes we might be tested but God will deliver you God will always deliver you and he will always give you the victory and he, they said he will deliver us what certainty, what firmness. May we have that boldness in God this morning in our circumstances. From your majesty's hand. So he said, who's going to take you from, from my hand? From my, and, 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 and they said, no, 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 we don't belong to you. No, 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 we don't belong to you. We don't belong to this world. We don't belong uh, um, uh, um, to anyone else. We belong to God. And they said, God is going to be able to take you, take us from your hand, and he's going to put us in his hand. Matter of fact, you never had us. We were always in God's hands. But then this is, the, this is the beautiful thing about them, is that they say in verse 18, but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image you have set up. So Sir Jack, Meshach, and Abednego said, listen, even if, even if he doesn't deliver us, God is still faithful. Even if he doesn't do it now, God is still faithful. Even if it takes later on, God is still faithful, church, this morning. And they were like, even if we have to die for the cause, uh, for that which we're standing for, for the truth, he is still God. He's still faithful. And we're still not going to worship the image that you have set up. There's nothing you can do. We will not 
bow down to that. And this morning, I want you to have that thought that Paul had in Romans chapter 8, verse 38. Be convinced, church. Uh, believe without a shadow of a doubt. There is no doubt in me. Say it again. There is no doubt in me. Write it in the chat. There is no doubt in me. God is going to save my husband. God is going to save my wife. God is going to save my marriage. God is going to provide for me. God is going to do that which I asked him to do. Uh, I believe it. There is no doubt in me. But even if he doesn't do it, see, that's the, that's the thing. No one wants that part. But even if he doesn't do it, God is still faithful. Paul says in verse 38, at Romans chapter 8, verse 38, he begins and says, for I am convinced. You know what Paul was saying? I am convinced. There, you know, when you're convinced, there's nothing that anyone can say. There's nothing that anyone can do. There is no lie. There is no change of mind. There is nothing that's going to change that which you already come to the conclusion of. And Paul already came to the conclusion that he was convinced. What was he convinced of? He was convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul was convinced that nothing could separate him from the love of God. Be convinced this morning that nothing can separate you from God. Be convinced that there's nothing impossible for God. Be convinced that God is going to answer your prayer. Be convinced that even if he says no, God is still just. Be convinced that God is able this morning. Be convinced that God is able for my healing. Be convinced that God is able for my family. Be convinced that God is able for my future. Be convinced that God is able for my entire life. Understand that even if he says no, he is still faithful. Even if no, even if they weren't saved, even if God hasn't done it, even if God says no in our lives, God is still faithful because all things work for good. Scripture says he's still in control. He still says who he says he is, even if he hasn't done it or he, or he hasn't gotten to it yet or he, won't, or, or, he, or he tells you no, God is still faithful. He is still good. God doesn't leave us alone and he puts people to stand with you. You know, one of the things that I, I noticed about the story is that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they weren't alone. Not only did they have God, they had each other. They had well, Shadrach had Meshach and Abednego that was standing with them, and vice versa. They weren't alone. They had people around them. They believed that God was the only uh, God. I have people in your life who will fight with you this morning, who will pray with you, uh, who will read the word with you, who will worship with you, who will be there until the end. They, he, they have each other even until the end. God will surround those uh, that are going to be faithful to you. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful who has your heart, who has your mind, who has the microphone of your heart. Have people in your life that are going to fight with you, that are going to struggle with you, that are going to pray with you, that are going to read the word with you, that are going to be in the trenches with you, that are going to battle where you're in the battle. You look to your left and your right. You're not worried about who's next to you because you know that they are faithful to God and they are faithful to you and you're fighting the same battle. You're, you're fighting for the same God. You're trying to reach heaven. You're trying to reach eternal life. You're looking for the blessings of God, the hope of God. You have people who are in the trenches with you, who are sweating with you, who are crying with you, who are th there to the thick and thin. God is going to place people around you that are going to help you. You will never, never be alone. Why? Because God will step in. 
In verse 25, he said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and un- un- unharmed, and the fourth looks like the son of the gods. Your faith will never be in vain. Your trust will never lead you uh, to shame. Your standing firm will be a light to others. Everyone saw that what everyone saw that there was someone in the furnace that was standing with them. You see, God's going to step into your situation and he's going to protect you no matter how hot it gets, no matter how windy it gets, no matter how strong the winds come, no matter how, how hard the enemy comes, no matter how hard life hits, God is always going to be there present with you. And their faith led their faith led them to be free. Their faith led them to be able to overcome the the furnace. But not only that, but there were people that saw what was going on. Their faith was a light to those who were in darkness. Their faith was a light to those who who didn't believe. Their faith was a light to those who believed and were cowards and were like, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want him to get into the fire. Their faith demonstrated to those around them and to the king that there is one true God who is faithful. There is one true God who is with us. There is one true God who will never fail us and his name is Jesus Christ. The king recognized that God, the, the God that these men worship was the real thing. He wasn't imaginary. God deserves all honor and he deserves all glory. Fusion Church this morning, you are God's words. You are a faithful word. You are battle ready. You are uh, to be faithful. Trust in God in all things. You may, be, you may be standing in a storm this morning. You may be facing the struggles of life throws at you this morning. You may be encountering an attack of the enemy this morning. But you are not alone. God is with you in the midst of these battles. Faith over fear. You are battle ready. You are a faithful warrior of God. Believe in who's training you. Believe that you have the tools. Believe that the spirit of God is with you. Believe, do not doubt. God is with you in every circumstance. He does not leave you alone. He gives you those to fight with. His spirit is with you. His power is with you. Do not give up. God is faithful. He will be faithful in your faith. Continue on, church, this morning. I want to pray with you this morning. Father, we thank you. God, we thank you, God, for uh, just your faithfulness, Lord. We thank you, God, because as we see the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these three young men that in the midst of danger, in the midst of being thrown into a furnace, they stood firm. They were convinced, like Paul says in Romans 8, chapter uh, 38, Lord, they, they were convinced that you were God, and they were willing to give it all for you. And their faith didn't put them to shame. Their faith was rewarded by you because you showed up you always show up God at your time even when we feel that it's the last moment it was never the last moment for you you're always with us you're walking with us you're guiding uh, us you're speaking to us you're showing us Lord help us to to have the eyes and ears to uh, to see and ears to hear uh, this morning Lord because you are faithful Lord and help us to remain faithful in you Lord if there's anyone this morning Lord that is listening to this uh, to this cast Lord or later on they might tune in God I pray Lord that you may bless them as well talk to each and every one of us speak to us Lord help us my God if anyone doesn't know your son Jesus Christ this morning I pray Lord that they may come to the full knowledge of Jesus Christ this world offers so many things that are temporary Lord but in you we have life eternal life salvation, forgiveness of sins, healing, and so much more. I pray, God, may someone's heart be open 
today to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, Fusion Church. Remember once again, you are a faithful warrior and your, you, and your lieutenant, in the name of Jesus Christ, you will be victorious. God bless you. See you next week. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. We have a new message that comes out every week. You can click the link in the description below to follow us on Facebook or Instagram or jump onto our website at fusionchurchny.com for more information. We would like you to be a part of what God is doing at Fusion Church, so please subscribe to our podcast and share it on social media. Make sure you tag us. We want to get to know you and feel free to rate us and leave a review.